Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Our next guest, he's one of the best in the business when we're talking basketball here. He covers the NBA, the Minnesota Timberwolves, also covers the Minnesota Vikings for the Athletic, senior writer for the Athletic, John Krasinski. He joins us on this Friday night on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO, courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. John, haven't talked to you in uh, in about uh, two or three weeks. How you been, man? What's up, H. Lake? Good to hear your voice, and it's good to be starting basketball season again, man. This is uh, I'm ready. This is This is going to be fun. I'm ready, man. I'm so excited. And I guess in all of your years of covering specifically Minnesota Timberwolves basketball, like you cover the league, you cover um, everybody. You know, I, I follow every team. You follow every team. But, you know, we're we're here, right? We live here. This is our squad. This is where we, we're at day to day. In all of your years of covering the Wolves, where does this season from an expectation and just an excitement level, where does it rank in all of the years that you've been in this? Yeah, man, uh, it, I think it's probably number one, and, and I'll say that uh, given a little context, this is my 19th season covering this team, so I've been around for a minute, and I came in sort of halfway through the 0405 season uh, when they kind of fell apart after the Western Conference Finals, so my guess is is that that right, you know, that summer leading up to that season was probably would maybe trump this one in terms of expectations and excitement just given the run that they made the year before and they were all coming back and even though they had some of the 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 contract squabbles and things i think there was still a lot of excitement about it um but this one in my time my full seasons i think it's number one because the only other one that would compare in the in the time that i've been covering them is the Jimmy Jimmy Butler's first year. There was a ton of excitement for that, no doubt, but that team was coming off of a 31-win season. I think some Timberwolves fans were already wondering if Tibbs was the right guy for this, and there was a little bit of kind of reservations about exactly what they were seeing. Everyone was excited, and they had fun that year while they won games, but there just was not 
quite the same level now as there is as I feel now in the community of you know with coming off of 46 wins coming off of a good playoff series against Memphis that they might have been able to win you got a super popular star in Anthony Edwards you have I think a great coach in Chris Finch you have a great front office right now um and so I just think there's a little more faith and trust in the operation you have Rudy Gobert coming in all that stuff so I think that this is as excited as um, you know, as, as kind of intense as as we as I've seen it, and it's going to be make for a lot of fun. We had a, a gathering you know, last week at at Headflyer Brewing. There was hundreds of Wolves fans there to do a podcast and stuff with Dane Moore and myself, and so you can just feel there's some electricity and buzz around this team that's that's different from what it has been forever and ever. Last night, Wolves fans in the nation got their first glimpse of Rudy Gobert in a Wolves uniform. Uh, just your thoughts on uh, his initial, uh, I guess, unveiling last night for the national audience. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it, it's a little hard to take a ton away from it, just given that the Lakers didn't play any of their guys. And so he was playing against you know, G-leaguers and, and, and backups for the most part. Um, but uh, I think there's two things that stood out. One is, just the sheer size that he brings to it, like, I mean, uh, they have not been big like this for a long time. And you, they started a little sluggish and a little slow, but eventually Rudy Gobert just said, I'm going to grab every rebound, I'm going to alter shots at the rim, and we're just going to slowly and gradually take this thing over against an inferior team. And and that's what they did. That The Wolves have not had that dimension uh, at their disposal for a since Gar, since prime KG, I mean KG wasn't seven one. Well, he was he's seven feet, um, but <laughs> they haven't had somebody like that for 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 a very long time. And so having him in the middle, just you really kind of realize how much difference it can make both defensively and offensively. And then the other takeaway, Lake, is you know I don't know what you saw, but offensively they just look a little um, like they're figuring it out. Uh, he does not have clearly have a a rhythm and a chemistry yet with Russell. Um, he wants to get on the floor with Carl Anthony Towns. They're trying to figure out how to play with this massive screen-setting roller guy and how they incorporate that. And they were a little sluggish offensively, but I think they'll figure out that he's going to create great shots for them, and they'll they'll iron things out over these next couple of weeks and, and be really good on that end. But it's going to take a little time for them to kind of come together on that end of the floor. Talking to John Krasinski from The Athletic here on The Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Give him a follow on Twitter. Just a, a simple Twitter handle is, is John Krasinski. And I agree with you. Like, it was a little bit sluggish. You're, you can tell that they're trying to find their way. They're trying to develop, the, I hate to use that word, but chemistry on the court and all that. And ultimately, you know, you got to get the other guys on the court. You got to get Cat on the court and all that stuff. With it. So it's going to take some time. But as long as they defend at a high level, I mean, like, if the offense is going to come along a little bit slower, but the defense is there, um, they're going to win a bunch of basketball games because the front part of the schedule um, is a little bit on the soft side. Now, when you start looking at the the guys that, that um that they've acquired in the off season, I actually feel like because remember we parted with some players and we parted with picks for Rudy, yep. but the guys that we're bringing in, I I really do like the the makeup of this roster. I believe that this is one of the deepest, if not the deepest, Wolves team that possibly we've ever seen. 
I agree with you, Lake. And, and you know, that was the concern, right? When you make a, a trade, a blockbuster trade for a Rudy Gobert, you get one player coming back and you're sending out five dudes. And, but right, you know, right away, both Beasley, Vanderbilt, Beverly, very important guys, did, did a lot of good work here for them. And I think that Walker Kessler would have gotten minutes if he stayed here. Um, but you send out five guys and you get one back and you say, well, you really hurt your depth. Um, and, and they're going to be a front, uh, a top heavy team. And Tim Connolly did a great job in terms of getting and building out depth within this roster. You add Kyle Anderson, who I think isn't going to score 20 points a night, but does so many things that are going to be helpful, can play multiple positions, can defend, can move the basketball, can move without the ball. Um, just a smart, smart guy and a high IQ player. So he's really good. You add Britton Forbes, a uh, knockdown shooter, to kind of compensate a little bit for Beasley and losing his shooting. And this guy's won a championship with Milwaukee just a couple of years ago, and he can he can stroke it with the best of them. So you get him, you get Austin Rivers for a little bit of defense, a little bit of kind of ball handling if you need it. Um, and then you have, like, even take a flyer on P.J. Dozier. Uh, you're coming off of an ACL, but I think that he could eventually develop into an important rotational piece for them. So from now, from 1 through 10, 11, 12, I agree with you. I think they are deep. And I think you throw J-Mac in there. You throw Noel in there. You throw uh, Torian Prince, who looks really good, in there. And coming back, they re-signed him this summer. They just have a lot of weapons. And the most important thing about that depth, Lake, is that Chris Finch has guys with differing skill sets depending on what he needs tonight. He needs shooting, you go to Forbes. Maybe you go to Prince a little bit more than you go to Anderson. You need playmaking, you go to Anderson and McLaughlin. You need just bucket getting, you go to Noel. You need defense, you go to Rivers. He's got all these different guys with different specialties, and so he's going to be able to be very versatile as a coach in the lineups that he throws out there, depending on the the opponent that he has and what is giving them trouble on a night-in and night-out basis. You just brought up a name that that I just I, I think that this season Wolves fans are going to see his talent a lot more, and I think that he's going to just end up getting some opportunities to really showcase himself a little bit more in more meaningful games, and that's Jalen Noel. It just feels like to me coming into the season, um, John, that that he's going to do some things that are going to surprise some people this season, like. We're at the games. We see that he's a walking bucket, right? Like when he gets somebody on his hip and you give him a little bit of space, it's a bucket. It's, it's, it's going, it's going in, right? But I just think that this season that he will pick up some of that slack that a Malik Beasley and others, um, got an opportunity to showcase as sharpshooters coming off the bench or even starting at times. I just think that Jalen Noel is going to take a massive step forward. And you're right about Torian Prince. Like I think that Torian Prince. I, I like what I see from him. He seems to be more aggressive here. And I know it's preseason, but Torian Prince, yeah. I think that he likes being here, and I think that he covets his role here. Yeah, he does. He fits in really well here. He likes the guys that are around him. He knows that Chris Finch, when when he puts Prince on the floor, he's going to give Prince an opportunity to do things that he does well and make him look make himself look good and, and, and be on a winning team. And so all of those things are coming together for Torian Prince, the guys in the locker room just love him. Like, I mean, they look to him as one of the leaders on the team, even though he's a bench guy and he doesn't play, you know, 30 minutes a night. 
uh, he really has a strong voice on, on this team day to day. And so they, they do look up to him, but then you're right about Noel. Um, he's going to get every opportunity to be that scorer with the second unit and to come in and really sort of drive offense for them. I do think that he's got to make improvements defensively uh, to really distance himself from Forbes and, and Rivers and really kind of lock that spot down. But from a pure offensive ingenuity standpoint, he's really, really good. I mean, he's creative. He's crafty. He's the kind of guy where if you're, you're playing a defense, let's say you're playing the Clippers on a night, and they have a bunch of switchable guys that are really making it tough in the half court to get clean looks, Noel's the kind of guy that can break that down, can get to the rim or can get to that, like, seven to ten foot range and just drop floaters and and drop pull-ups on them or get all the way to the basket and also what people don't really realize lake is that last year he shot 39 percent from three that's a better overall Mm. percentage than what malik beasley did so he's going to get a higher volume of shots that way and if he can knock down in that 37 38 39 percent range from three man um he's going to be a real weapon for them Man, it should be fun, man. I'm looking forward to the season. We're going to be right back at Target Center before you know it. I, I guess I got two final questions for you, one Wolves-related and one just strictly an NBA question. The first Wolves question is, um, what do you think is best-case scenario for top-end potential for how good this team could be? I mean, people are going to think I'm crazy here, Lake. Um, I, I think that right now they're they're shooting for – a top four seed and home court advantage in the first round. I think that is realistic. I think that they can win a lot of games in the regular season in particular, because they're going to be hungry. They're going to want to play hard. Rudy Gobert has something to prove. Carl Anthony Towns has something to prove. D'Angelo Russell has something to prove. All these guys, they're going to want to get after it. So that's realistic. What's the top end? They could be a number one seed. I mean, if the Warriors fall off, Phoenix falls off. You know, the Clippers are going to be tough, but if Kawhi and PG cannot stay healthy, if Michael Porter Jr. can't stay healthy in Denver, like, it can open up, and and, and the Wolves could coalesce, bring everything together, and they theoretically, it would not, it would, it would very much surprise me, but it wouldn't completely blow me away if at the end of the regular season, like in 2003-04, they are sitting there at the number one seed with like 57 or 58 wins, and, and the Western Conference is just a slugfest, and they do it that way. I, I wouldn't bet on that, but I do think that they have that capability with this starting five, with their depth, with their coaching, that if everything went right, and, and everything never goes right for the Wolves, but if everything comes together here, that's what you're looking at as a top-end type of a situation. They may, it might take a year for them to get to that point, but it's right there for them. They have the talent to do it. There's no way I'm I'm going to let you out of here without asking you about the Draymond Green situation. Yeah. Everybody's talking about it. Bro, we saw the video today. We saw it numerous times. I, I just got to get your reaction to it, man. How, how do you think this thing plays out? Like, I, do I think that they're going to trade Draymond Green? Of course not. He's not going anywhere. He's going to be suiting up for the Golden State Warriors. So, so anybody thinking that you're being ridiculous – but I do advocate for suspension. I do, and I know that this is a teammate, and I know that this is an in-house thing. But I'm sorry, now that it's gotten public, man, and everybody's seen it, 
I do think that the Warriors or the league should do something about Draymond because Draymond has done things and said things that have been, you know, disrespectful to people. And I do think that he is one of those guys that that tries to be Mr. Tough Guy. And I do think he has an inflated, um, you know, <laughs> he has an inflated idea about who he is as a basketball player. But what do you think that the league or maybe the Warriors do about this? Yeah, usually the league lets the teams handle uh, punishment for practice violations. If it didn't happen on the court to another team or something like that. So I still think that the league is going to let the Warriors do that. But I wouldn't be surprised if the league is having conversations with the Warriors behind the scenes of like, hey, you may have wanted to sort of handle this quote-unquote in-house, as they said the other day, and, and, and not have any kind of suspension. Maybe it's a fine or something like that, but I don't think you can do that now. There could be some lobbying behind the scenes to have them do that because the punch was vicious. It was bad. It was, it was um, a terrible, terrible look for Draymond Green. No matter what was said to him, no matter uh, you know, what led up to it, still that was an uncalled-for response on a teammate. Um, but here's what I will say. I, so I do think that I think there will be some sort of suspension of, and, and that Draymond will miss games. I do also think that if any team can survive this and move past it, I think it's the Warriors. They have seen Draymond act the fool other times. Now, maybe not to this degree, but certainly has gone out over his skis sometimes, and they've just brought him back because he's that important to what they do. They figure it out with Curry and Kerr and Bob Myers, and, and they get all back on the same page. I think that can happen. Here's the one thing, though, Lake, that might kind of prevent that from happening. If Draymond Green feels like the team wronged him by leaking that tape to TMZ to make him look really bad, maybe that turns things even uglier than they already are, and, and, and maybe that takes it past the point of no return. But I do think that the Warriors will get past this, but I, there has to be some sort of suspension that is levied because – it's just out there now. Everyone has seen it, and uh, it would be doing Jordan Poole, of all people, a disservice if you don't have his back by responding forcefully in some way, somehow. Give him a follow on Twitter, at John Krasinski. He does a phenomenal job of uh, reporting on the Timberwolves, the NBA as a whole, and the Minnesota Vikings. Senior writer for The Athletic joining us here on The Lake Show. Hey, uh, JK, man, I'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for having me, Lake. I'll talk to you, man. All right, take take care. That's John Krasinski joining us here on The Lake Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 